0: You know, I literally look like someone who sells bath salts to Mormons. Maybe they'll finally get them off my lawn. No, they'll be dead on the lawn. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's fentanyl in bad salts. I don't even know if it's really in bad salts. All I know is you're not supposed to put bad salts in your body. But, uh, yeah. A little salty feet. Equals sodium at the feet because <laughs> you'll literally be defeated on dead, but yeah, I, you know, I, I'm kind of at a crossroads with my jacket or with my clothing for the video. I can't tell if I will, like, you know, a grandmother who was just woke up in the middle of the night because you know, the actual mother. Uh, decided to go out with her old friends from college and, you know, they decided to have a night out in the town, realizing like, this is why you have two kids in the first place. Um, and like, oh no, we'll be back at 2am and then they're back at 4pm the next day saying like, oh yeah, it was just, whoa, we just got really fucked up. And it's like, yeah, that's great. Um, I missed... My shift at work because you and Alley decided to go uh, get drugged in an alley voluntarily, of course. I would not say that if you're getting drugs in an alley, it would automatically assume that you're being forced to take something. But typically, the reason why cats hang out in the dark alleys is because they think they know it all. And apparently people keep getting drugs in alleys and thinking that, man, this one will be different. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if, you know, just uh, stay at home with your kids. I guess that's more of all that. And don't take bath salts. But I will take bath salts before I ever become Mormon. That's a fact. Uh, yeah. So that's a great opening message, you know, positivity. But, yeah. Welcome to episode two fifteen of the Off and Be podcast with Clint Nelson, like that big old Dragon Ball Z of energy I started the pod with. Yeah, there it is. I found, I found my grunt. Yeah, welcome to episode two fifteen of the Off and Be podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Still redundant, but I feel like I'm gonna have to say that for the next eight years of my life that I'm doing this podcast because. It's just uh, <clears throat> in case you forget my name, even though it's in the title, even though I'll repeat it when I say the title, even though you see it on the screen, you hear me say it, it's my full name, no middle name, because middle name is for middle men, and I'm either going to be a complete bottom out bum in society, or I'm going to be a top point oh 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 two percent of milk, because I like sucking on them titters. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> episode 215, the Off Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. And the cat has officially melded in. See, you know, the cat was all energetic before I started the pod, trying to get my attention, trying to be like, oh, just interrupting me. But the second I start the pod, they just want to stare down into feet of their little igloo cheetah print fucking... That's the real small booty with the cheetah tattoo. It's these cats. Um, yeah. Today's sponsor, Duncan, where I'm basically... You know, the thing is, like, when you get to that big of a company, like, you're like, do we really need you as a sponsor? Like, when you get so big, you're like, we're helping you more than you're helping us. So why the fuck should we come on your show? It's like, uh, because if you knew the things I saw at the location I go to, (laughs) it would be bigger than a Tucker Carlson Trump interview. Which apparently I found out today that Twitter... Like I don't go on Twitter, so I don't really know why. Well, I guess it's called X because X is just to mark the spot because that's the one you really want. It's a Nickelback reference. Uh, it's literally from a song called Sex. It's kind of a corny song, but it was back when Nickelback actually felt like you were listening to you know somewhat rock music. Um, but apparently, what I learned on Twitter is that a view. Is literally just if it runs across your screen. So, a view on Twitter is like an impression on YouTube. It just means the algorithm or someone has typed in some keywords into something and they visibly saw your video or the video that they didn't necessarily have to click but they saw it so it counts as an impression but it's not a view. But on Twitter, impressions actually equals view. So, I guess Twitter has a lower standard. Because you could typically tell by the comments, the quotes, likes, like, it didn't make sense. For someone with 233 million views, there probably should have been more than, like, 80,000 comments. Which, if you want to give me 80,000 comments, please just tell me I'm pretty. Um, <laughs> it's the pretty boy versus the petty boys. Which, by the way, fuck Google. Well, that's probably not good to say on a platform owned by Google. But you know what? Sometimes you got to call out your employers that aren't paying you yet. That's really what YouTube is, I guess. I mean, it's voluntary, so it's not really like, it's not, it is, YouTube is just one big internship program. It's just like, hey, everyone, come here, see, and keep putting out stuff, and we might pay you one day, And but you might have to work here for 10 years before you ever get paid. Imagine any job that will let you do that. So yeah, you know, just stick around the office for 10 years, dedicate as much time come and go when you please. Uh but, you know, we'll co- we'll get around to paying you. But when we pay you. Oh, <laughs> we will pay you. But whoever is paid to notify when albums are dropped by the biggest artists in the world should lose their internship because I was just minding my business. Literally just minding my fucking business eating Had an okay day. And I get a notification on my phone. Which tells you Google is basically. Anytime you get a Google notification. It's not because you subscribed to anything. It's not because you said hey. Anytime this of this subject matter happens. Let me know. It's just because they track your phone. They know everything you listen to. And watch on every fucking thing you go to. So as you may expect. I get a notification that just says Drake. Slash. All the dogs, or is it all my dogs? Basically, his upcoming album coming out. I'm like, wait. I know he put out the artwork. Does that? It's Friday. It's twelve fifty six. Is it telling me that Drake dropped the album tonight? So you know, what I did. I immediately clicked on Spotify, and um. I thought like, man, it's taking eight years old to load this app. He must have crashed the site. It's like, no, it's just a reminder of my phone. Um, <laughs> so I look on, I type in Drake, no new album. Look at any new stuff that I get for stuff I follow, no new album. So I typed in Drake in the Google, you know, the original source of this misinformation. And um. It was just, it was recent. It's like, people already knew this stuff, and like, literally, there's an article written 30 minutes after 12, being like, oh, people were, it's like, oh, people were duped, you know, oh, Drake, I guess he wasn't dropping an album tonight, even though he never said he was dropping an album, Then little Yachty said, are you fucking dumb? He never said he was dropping an album, stupid, and I was like, I didn't think he was either. I just didn't want to be told it dropped, and then to find out, it didn't drop. Just, like, leave me the fuck alone until it actually drops. That's not a minor fuck-up. Like, a minor fuck-up is like, hey, uh, we said it was, like, the weather. Oh, we said it was gonna be scattered thunderstorm, and then, boom! Power in the pussy. Tropical storm. That's a minor fuck-up. Not Drake. Like, I would rather find out, I would rather... Oh, it's gonna be ninety two degrees today. And then next thing you know, you're driving and then you're in the movie Twister. Like that I can handle the ramifications more. Then finding out that Drake album did not drop, I feel like that is honestly not only a fireball offense, like you should honestly have to go to court and do like community service, you know? For all the dogs, of course. <laughs> Uh, isn't that the worst though when like you think you're being surprised with something amazing something unexpected like here's the thing right like when you're not expecting something it's like oh shit like and then it fucking hits you out of nowhere like epiphanies as Drake would say (laughs) I'm saying things I feel like Drake's lyrics are so ingrained in me I I feel like it's just like I think, I, I know they're not mine, like quotes and stuff, but I I feel like they're just so ingrained, they come out naturally, like he forgets his own lyrics, because you know, he may or may not write every single one of them, but I don't give a fuck, but we recite, like he honestly is like a modern day poet with how much music is quoted, you know, now I, think, I literally didn't even think about this, is that literally musicians, and when we think about, Philosophers like the Galileos, the Marcus Aurelius. I'm not deep into the weeds, but I'm wearing them. Uh, er, is it apostle? Apostle? Aeropostle? It's not Aeropostle. That's a clothing company. They, these Greek philosophers didn't wear clothes. Have you seen all the pictures? Um, <laughs> they all have small wee wee's, right, David? Um, <laughs> I remember seeing that, David. I remember seeing that, David. Uh statue when I went to a museum in like third grade because there's this high museum of art in Atlanta we went there and everyone there was like this room. like there's a nude statue with a penis and it's like you know okay so we go there it's a nude statue with a penis and I'm like you know it looks proportionally small because of how big they made the statue Like, of course you make an 11-foot statue and you put a regular-looking penis, it's going to look irregular. It's like your small toe compared to your torso. (laughs) I still don't know what my torso is. It's like a combination of your hips, your stomach, your belly button, your tailbone, I think. It's basically the hips. It's all in the hips, baby. Um, And uh, I've been told I look like a hippie. Yippee! Um... I don't think cats have hips. But yeah, they walk like they do. They walk like they got... You know, cats walk... I guess to call it catwalk for a reason. They walk like they got the biggest asses in the fucking world. Give you some BBL. See how that works now. Sorry. Shouldn't name drop. Whoops. Uh... I guess I have to ask for a consent. All I gotta do is shake some treats and... I get anything I want, um, <laughs> but um, sure. Well, but yeah, no. Honestly, you know, we always recite, you know, these life philosophies, these daily stoics, and all this shit, and we're we're like, we always have these quotes, like, oh, you know, they always say, you know, they'll be like, and this is not a real quote. I don't know who it's from probably existed from somewhere, but I don't know who the fuck, because you know, at this point, if we've really been along as long as we have, you really think no one has thought about the same quote that you fucking thought of, they just didn't write it down on paper because they didn't have an ego thing, it was that goddamn important, but um, it's kind of weird, all these philosophers talk about ego, but yet, they wanted their teachings of life to be spread throughout the world, because God forbid if it wasn't. Okay, um, (laughs) but always be like, uh, dwarf in the waves of wavery will always stand in front of a man who has no bravery and it'll be like Galileo, uh, before he found out his brother fucked his wife, um. And then then he'll be like, then he slid his neck open. Um, (laughs) Sometimes you got to put your pride aside to let your brother inside. By the way, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if he did let. I don't know if his wife did fuck his brother. I don't even know why I went down this road. I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is that look. And we're talking about actual philosophy, we're talking about actual quotes, things that stick in your head, things that actually stand the test of time. I think Drake is going to be referred as the Galileos, the Apostles, the Helios, <laughs> the Davids, the Marcus Aurelius. Like, he has all these, like, hidden you out of nowhere like epiphanies. And then he actually wrote one of these. And then he actually made like a poem book. And apparently I think it's complete dog trash. Because it's like obviously. I give you guys fucking free music. All fucking day and night. And you guys want to have the audacity. To think I'm going to make a fucking separate poem book. Like fuck you. And I actually put time and effort into it. Um... But yeah, I really think he's actually like, and you can say this with artists in general, music is really like actual wisdom. It is actual, true translation of feeling and emotion, and it's not always in the direct way. Kind of like life philosophy quotes. Life philosophy is not really direct. I guess sometimes it is, but... Really, there's not many definitive ways someone can tell you how to do something that transcends centuries and all that stuff. Like, typically quotes are supposed to be open for interpretation, so the quote is actually worth the shit to a mass amount of people. The more specific it is, the, more, the less it actually can apply to anyone. Damn, look at Clint talking about philosophy and shit. But whoever's the person that gave me that notification bell that Drake dropped his album tonight, like, no context. You said music update, Drake, all the dogs. And everyone knows it's he's been kind of putting the artwork. And then you're going to, like, think, like, and I literally wasted seven minutes of my life. And then it put me in a half ass mood. Like, fuck you. Should I ever let a grown man have that type of feeling of him putting out stuff for me? Maybe, maybe not. But this man, Drake, I think he's, you know, he's a young man's idol. Who wouldn't want to be Drake? But anyways. Uh. Why everyone but push tea Um. <laughs> uh. Even when Drake does the right thing with his kids now, which I have now officially have lost my opportunity to ever interview Drake. Um, <laughs> come on, Aubrey. Fine, I won't interview Drake. Just give me Aubrey. Um, <laughs> um, it's like even when he does the right things now with his child, it almost makes it worse. It's like oh. I let my son draw my album cover. And then now it's like, you know, then all the comments are like, see, we need to thank Pusha T every day for giving this, for for actually making Drake into a wholesome father. I'm like, oh, God. But then what if he just like completely doesn't let like never shows love to his kid or never involves his kid's in life? Then he is like exactly what Pusha T said he was. So it's this double-edged sword. He's either gotta be a good parent, but always say the push the T made him be a dad, or he doesn't be a dad, and then push the T is like, see, he does not stand for what me malice and the clips stand for, because you know, ain't nobody love you like I love you. Um, <laughs> oh, you're a good girl, but I still don't trust you. Every night I talk to you. But yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll have quotes, you know, from this podcast. You know, podcasts, maybe podcasts will turn into things that stand the test of time with quotes. Like, you know, I just imagine like one day, like five years from now, someone's going to cut up like a shitload of my podcast and it's gonna be like three separate videos one video is gonna be all the most fucked up heinous angry rants towards the most specific things that people think i have some type of borderline issue right whatever then there's gonna be the second video where it's gonna be all the shittiest, the worst things I've ever said and they compile it with no context. It's There's going to be some probably like they're just going to put things shaped to make it sound like I hate certain ways, hate certain, you know, groups and how certain things operate. They'll probably take that part and say I hate certain groups. And then there's going to be the best of all. Where it's going to be all my motivational is going to be all my... Uh, singing is going to be all the best quotes I've made on this podcast. And someone's going to spend a lot of time editing those videos more than I've ever spent editing anything in my life. Um, I'm, you know, I've, I don't even edit my, uh, I never even edited my papers in school. That's how much against editing I am. Am I really against editing? No, you should actually edit when it's complete. Nonsense. But see, I kind of have this ego of myself for better or worse. That I always kind of believe what you put out the first time or what you write down the first time is exactly how you actually want it to go. You just gotta refine certain things. But like this thing, like you should never you should never uh put out the first thing you write. Like, your rough draft should never see the light of day. It's like, what the f- Then, like, if I just wanted to sit there and work on the same thing for three years, like, this- It's like, that, that just means it's not good. I'm not saying things are going to be good instantly, but if you actually think and put due diligence in your head before you put it out on paper, you don't have to waste a bunch of time writing shit. Like I think there's two ways to approaching writing of any type. There's the I'm just gonna write everything that comes down in my head. And there's the volume type of writing. Or any like you could apply this to anything, my opinion, where you're speaking, writing like you just say everything and then you cut down what's not good and blah blah blah. And you just put down everything. Just to make just to make yourself you know, get as much out there. There's the ones that like think in their head, think in their head. they're considered procrastinators. they're considered ones that aren't really uh, don't really have a plan when they're doing things. but they'll just sit and think of something for months and months and let that idea develop in their head. And then they just start. Then when they do start, it is just as nonstop. They go it's almost like binge it's like binge writing like you can put like months and months of stuff in your head and write it down in three four days or you can write a little bit every day but you're never really on task of the same thing you're writing like I believe when you think of something you have a small precise period of time that you have to capitalize on staying in that thought that makes it juicy like so juicy. Like juicy with all the natural and add preservative sugars and the juicy buttocks, you know it's like and then you have like when it sets out, it's like if you have juice every if you drink every single day, it becomes less juicy. like it becomes real dry. Juice should not be dry. Your body will naturally produce the juice. You just got to know when to squeeze, baby. Um, <laughs> you know, do you want a spray tan or do you want a lifelong tan? That's where I put it. People think, uh, and that's where I've kind of learned that more is not more. Doing more is not more. It's about just, I guess, like constantly always being actively present it doesn't mean you have to actually do the thing physically every single day but you need to be presently at least thinking about what you want to do with that thing every day or at least as often as possible because once you lose that present thinking you get disattached from that thing um but yeah i don't know what the fuck i'm saying but yeah Teeter totter, vote for Pedro, and I. You know, honestly, I really still. You know, this is how much I don't care about the news. This is how much I don't care about politics, even though I don't even really know how much is politics. But there's a lot of things. Just the optics of what's going on with uh, like Trump and all these people being indicted in Fulton County, because I guess that's where a lot of this stuff took in place of election and kind of election fraud and all this stuff. It's like, honestly, like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't matter because it's, you know, literally the integrity and of our country and stuff and whether we have non-rigged elections. But if you really think that every country doesn't have a rigged election, I think you're kind of, Exactly why rigged elections are very common. Um, but the whole thing that's weird about all this stuff, right? It's like he's not arrested. But he turned himself in. They take a mug shot. He comes in literally just to take a mug shot. And then he gets to leave. And then he gets back on his jet. It's like, is this really like, is this really like a criminal case? If you just come in like, hey, so you just kind of acknowledge that like some weird shit kind of happened and he takes a mugshot, I guess, pays $200,000, which is like, you know, like really, maybe that's the maximum bond they could do. It's like he pays $200,000, like, all right, you know, we got your picture, we'll keep in touch. And it's like, I feel like if he really wanted to, he could just kind of escape wherever the fuck he wanted to. He literally has that kind of money and shit and the resources and the power. And also understands, probably now being the president, of how specific the corruption and all that stuff gets. I just kind of find it interesting. It's like, they're making this whole deal. The news are out there. Like, they have news reports on the ground. Like... Watching the cars, like, following the car on the highway that he's in. And it's just like, like, who watches this? And then I'm, I'm looking more like the people actually out there. Like, alright, so you're going to be there for, like, the next four months of your life. Like, whenever these trials start and all that. You're going to be outside every day waving a sign thinking that fucking matters. And if you already feel the fixes in, why are you feeling the, like, oh, my sign outside is really going to be different? And it's like people either supporting or going against. It's like, don't like go get a hobby. Like, I, I know I say that way too much. But when I see a lot, like when I see stuff, I'm just like, get a fucking hobby. Like, go. You know what? Just go. Try out some new sexualities of yourself. I don't know. There's got to be something better than going out there on some signs, holding up some stuff, and like really feel like you're doing something. Like all the stuff that's happening, it's happening in there. If it's even really happening. And then apparently, (laughs) I don't know if this is true. It came from RapTV.com, which is typically a pretty credible source on YouTube. Apparently. Donald Trump Trump can hire any fucking lawyer. And you know who's lawyer this man hired? I guess this dude is very uh, specific in his expertise. This man hired Gunna's. <laughs> Gunna's lawyers. Right? I don't know. I, I thought that was... Like, this man can literally hire any fucking lawyer in the world. And he's just like, yeah, give me the one that Gunna got. Um, I mean he he got the young slime life case, you know. Hey, you know. Um I'm kind of in a sticky situation myself. <laughs> you know how sticky it gets, a hey, uh. But yeah, I'm just kinda of looking like you know what do we really like I, I don't understand like, you know, I guess it's a one thing to be like Caring about something. Like you should care about something. But it's like. I feel like we have been trained to care about things. That actually. We feel we have a patriotism. Or we feel we have a. I don't know if onus is right. But we feel we have an obligation. To care about things. That involve America. And corruption. And all this stuff is happening. And it's just like. I feel like, you know, these news... Here's here's my issue with the news, like, on a mass level. Is that they tell you... They almost set up to make situations a lot more... A lot worse in terms of... These are the things, when you put all this stuff and make a spectacle of it every fucking day. These are the things that are going to cause riots. These are the things that are going to cause people... To kill people over things. These are the things that are going to cause violence. These are the things that are going to cause real tension between people. You know, and you know, between our allies and other countries. Like they see this stuff, and we're just watching as people. And there's a fine between, like, like, want to actually ever ask people if this is what we want to see? There's always things like, oh, well, we got to give the people what they want. Like, who wants to sit there and watch some case that takes place in a governmental judicial system when it involves the government system, which is why it's government being tried in a government assistant place. So it's literally the definition of... We are having the government decide government uh let me let me rephrase that. we are really having the judge who works for a judicial system, which is attacked Congress and attacked the government you know house and all that shit, and all this stuff it, it is the equivalent of. Having your is kind of like having your boss who you make a lot of money for and the higher ups going to him and being like, hey does he show you know does this employee does he show up for time and that boss knows without that employee his numbers would be shit and it helps keep his job. It helps him get some bonuses. He's like, no, the guy is on time every day. I mean, he's a model employee. If I were to have a son, I wish he was half the man this man was. Knowing this man's 20 minutes late every day, does what he wants, never in uniform, you know, uh, once took his mom on a date. And it's like, but he knows, eh. It's in my best interest if we keep that to the side. That's what it feels like with a trial that involves governmental corruption or corruption among people attached to government. Having an outdated court system that we use called the judicial system. And have that decide whether corruption took place or not. Having corruption... Be decided in a corrupted system in a building. Asking how bad corruption was taking place. You know. Something about that is kind of eh. But what do you do you know. You can't really change. I mean at this point we're so far in. You can't really change. How things work. Or can you. Because. Like, let's say, uh, for example, just saying off the top of my head, prostitution. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that was off the top of my head. Well, actually, I do know why it was off the top of my head. But I got to pretend like I don't know why it's at the top of my head. <laughs> but, you know, there's certain things like once it's ingrained in society, like you can't like you can't just like get rid of it. We can't just get rid of the court system, we can't readjust it, because then that looks like it's corruption, when, when they made the court system like they did, it was because, like, you know, there was a lot less people, and there wasn't a lot of historical documentation of things at time, now there's so much documentation of corrupted shit happening within the realm of this, that it... A lot of it just doesn't make sense. So it's like if you were to take away. Prostitution. And we'll just say porn. You know the two P's. P and P. Pussy and penis. Um, <laughs> is involved in both. Um, well. Sometimes it might not be. You got to choose one or the other. Um, or with some. You can literally choose one or the other. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely the beautiful thing of versatility in that field. I have a feeling if you have both, you know, if you've been a... Let's just say if you have transferred, if you have transitioned. I'm pretty sure you have a hot market. I mean, you know, apparently it's uh, it's booming. But anyways, but yeah, can you really... Should porn or prostitution... Should it be illegal? Because like, well, prostitution is technically illegal. But, you know, it's not really illegal, you know? Um, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, which, by the way, just because it's not the right form of comp- compensation, that doesn't mean prostitution. It's not. I think prostitution is actually more common than actual relationships you see with people because a lot of things can be sexual transaction but it's a lot of indirect sexual transaction but you know that's just i mean that's just the way it is but to direct prostitution you know the good old hey 125 bucks come to my room then you're gonna add an extra 50 dollar tip because i jizzed on your face and that was not part of the agreement hey You know what? You live and you learn. Um, (laughs) Not for me. I would never do such a thing. I would always make sure it doesn't get on the face. Because I don't want to face that. Um, (laughs) Jizzy, jazzy, Jeff. Um, But, you know, it's a fascinating thing because We have been introduced to this so long. What would be the ramifications. If we actually got rid of prostitution. If we completely made it illegal. Where like. Even the sight of the idea. Is automatic. Send your ass to Detroit on a bus. Like they do homeless people. If porn was just completely illegal. Well for one with these things. People of course would always still find ways to get it. But. Is it more safer. To have it in a. Structure where even though it's illegal, it is still monitored to an extent and regulated. Or if it's so illegal that like people would be scared to do it and they may resort to extreme. The other things to fill those extreme voids. Because let's be honest, like look, I think prostitution kind of keeps the world going round. It keeps a lot of, um, it keeps a lot of people out of making terrible, terrible decisions. And yes, having sex with a prostitute is not one of the 100 best decisions you will ever make in your life, but it's probably not one of the 20 worst ones you make. I mean, unless you get a pregnant, then, you know, you both belong to the streets. Um, <laughs> And your child will be in, you know, someone else's custody. Um, the pimps. <laughs> you will really learn what it means to be a motherfucking P I M P. Um, but yeah. You know, prostitution, it's a it's a touchy subject because it sounds like when a guy, let's just be honest, when a guy starts trying to give the Oh, well, actually, the world needs more prostitution. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you were to take away something that we are kind of used to, to an extent, and that, I say we like I'm an active participant or something. We, the people, we as men who can't control our wee-wees, if prostitution was just kind of made, if prostitution was completely banned and there was no relatively easy access to just paying for something of that i think the ramifications of it would be a lot of other things that people would fuck some shit up because people that have those extreme urges to not control themselves if you don't give voluntary ways for them to no pun intended get it off um they might Takes, you know, I honestly think it's, it will create very terrible, bad, toxic behaviors. Because when you think about what sexual energy and things people will do for sex and the extremism some people will go to. It is the most powerful drug, in my opinion. I think sexual energy, sexual power, sexual... Desire, Sexual... Um, lack of sexual... Uh, ability to tell yourself no... Is... One of the most powerful and detrimental things... To a person... Man or woman... But typically prostitutes... We're talking about men... Paying for women... If we're going to be honest... And when you're making these laws... Uh, you, you know, it's, it's easy to talk about what's wrong. I think most people would be like, prostitution is, you know, it's, you know, morally wrong. Um, <clears throat> which it's only morally wrong until, you know, it's convenient that the other person, if the, if the woman is making a lot of money, then all of a sudden it's empowering. Um, it's like, people have no problems talking about OnlyFans, models, people that expose their body on OnlyFans and stuff and make 100 $1 million a month. That's empowering, but being a prostitute's not. It's like, okay, I get why it's different, because there could be trafficking and shit. But we're talking about someone just being a hoe, okay? um, <laughs> Just be a hoe. Um, ho 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 and with this outfit Mrs. Claus is coming to town Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus hop in the knapsack um. <laughs> let's just say you'll find more than some coal in this stocking um, cause it's coal world south side <laughs> oh but you can't get enough But, uh, I honestly think the world would actually go mad. Like, I honestly think you would see crimes at the highest rate. I think you would see people doing some of the most heinous shit. Because I think prostitution, and I think having that access to sex and porn, I think in a lot of ways, it actually, uh... Stops people from resorting to their most extreme desires. Because everyone has desires. Or everyone has things that they're into. That they know is not normal. They think it's taboo. They know societally it's considered toxic. They know societally. They would be looked at completely different. They know. They're no. Like the thing is 90%. Is percent of plus people know with certain desires they have that this i should not be thinking this and but it's like hey just get it you know have consensual sex with a prostitute pay for it blah 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 it's normal like that's normal whether it's right or not that's not what we're talking about it's normalized like no one looks at prostitution it's like oh my god Like, it's like, people will shake their head, it's wrong, you wouldn't want your daughter doing it, but, you know what, uh, if you don't want your daughter being a prostitute, you know, pay her bills, um, (laughs) be a better dad, um, (laughs) facts. I don't know why I said that, um, just pay your daughter's mortgage, all right? But, you know, but, you know, when you say that, when you say that, oh, then the counter argument is always, well, maybe men should just have better discipline It's like, well, I kind of did say that, you know? Yeah. But we're not talking about what's ideal. We're not talking about what's right or what's wrong. We're talking about what's realistic. And if you're making and if you're talking about banning something You got to deal with the ramifications what comes with banning stuff. People are just going to resort to something else. If you were to take... If cigarettes were banned, people would just resort to extreme vaping and all that. Like, people are going to resort to something. And that's going to cause, with all the batteries and shit, that causes another environmental issue. Like, there are trade-offs for everything you want. You just got to decide, is it worth the trade-offs? And are we prepared for if we ban this, we have a system in place to over time to normalize something else for people to do that replaces that same feeling, emotion, and attachment. And the thing with sex, you can't really replace it. There is nothing like it, but um, <laughs> but no, you can't replace the things people kill people over sex. People kill over sexual desire, people kill over rage. For sexual desire. And if you take people. That couldn't have. A regular. Love life. Without the opportunity. To have this system in place. That both parties benefit. Then. What is that person going to turn into? You're giving someone at least. The lack of ability to uh, enjoy one of the natural senses in the body, people are going to go... They're going to go crazy. And they're going to become bitter. And then they're going to shoot up every Walmart that comes across your plate. All right? Every Walmart, every month, there's going to be just a... This is not going to help me in the algorithm. But wherever you go, there's going to be a lot of problems. All right? We're not talking... Because everyone's like, oh, you just got to have sexual discipline... It's like, well, there's a difference when you're having sexual discipline when you have the choice to be disciplined about it. The issue is if there's nothing to be disciplined from because you're getting no offers, it's not discipline. It's deprivation. That's like someone who is. That's like someone who's homeless and is like, oh well, you know, they're just really, uh, they're just really disciplined on their diet. It's like no, they literally don't have the option to eat. They don't have any money. And they're like, well, you know, I applaud the fact that they just, you know, they could just tell themselves to fast and not eat until they actually only need to eat. Because that's the way God made us. It's like, I don't know, the way this guy's looking, I don't think God made, it's like, this dude's thinner than Jesus was. I mean, when he fasted for 37 days or whatever the fuck it was. But I think a misconception is not about being pro-prostitution. It's just about, are you willing to deal with what comes with it if you take away that avenue? Which, by the way, prostitution is illegal. I cannot stress this enough. So, kids, do not go out there. Don't go online. Don't go out, even if it's obvious that she is out there to, you know... Uh, serve the community. Um, <laughs> that's so fucked up to say. Um, <laughs> but, you know, someone's got to keep the heads up high. It's depressing out here. Like, if you live in the most depressed city in the world, in the country, because they, they have statistics. I forgot what the city is. I think it's like somewhere in Washington. It's considered the most depressed city in America. Like You're telling me, you know, having a couple perky... You know, fentanyl addicts out there, you know. Keeping keeping a couple, you know, keeping a couple men happy out there. You think that's the worst thing for the city morale, you know? I don't know. I don't think it's a bad idea. I'm not saying, I'm not, dude, this sounds like I'm promoting prostitution. I swear to God I'm not. I'm just saying that that negative incel negative energy that will come from that, it's that comes with whatever you think it takes for someone that desires that or goes that route, it's just gonna go somewhere else and the damage of that may be even more damaging. But as I was saying before, when you have those extreme desires, like when people are into really extreme stuff, right? I'm not even gonna say the stuff You guys know what I'm talking about. Booty pounding. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's mild. But no, you know what I'm talking about. The ones that they start dressing like big old mouses with leather. They literally just look like mouses with a leather ball in their mouth. It's like, I'm not shaming what you're into. I am not king shaming. But I'm just saying, if you need to get unnecessarily hot and sweaty before you do the act that makes you hot and sweaty... You probably got generational trauma. Um, (laughs) Oh, I just want to feel stimulated. It's like, have you ever tried pre-workout? Just drink some herbal teas. (laughs) It does wonders. Um, And, you know, and then it becomes that. And then it turns into something else. And then you go too far down the road And then you get, you know, Jared from Subway. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, kind of, probably, actually. Um, Yeah. Shit, that reminds me. I have the fucking coupons expired in two days. (laughs) It's crazy the things that remind me of things. But, yeah. Pedophiles and reptiles. I just thought I'd fit that in. I have no idea. What it means, well, I do, but I'm just gonna throw it in there because it sounds cool, but yeah. Um, I don't know, you know, I just think people make too big of a deal of it. It's normalized, it's normal. I just don't think you just can't completely outlaw something at with something that we as people are used to, like, we're so conditioned to a lot of things, no one. No one's saying outlaw Christianity or outlaw religion. No one's saying outlaw certain American foods that kill people every day, that cause cancer. It's like, you know what? People have the right to decide if they want to eat that pumpkin spice Twinkie. Which is a real fucking thing, by the way. Yeah. Um, Three for (laughs) ten. Twinkies, by the way, suck. Like it looks like SpongeBob with a little, you know, gay falafel Thanksgiving turkey seasoning on it. Um, that's a lot of culture under the sea. Um, but um, I don't know. You know, I just think that you can't you can't just take away what people are accustomed to because one, it's going to. Create that desire for it more. And once you create that desire, the leans people go to and might actually, and they might actually start committing these things in real life. I don't even want to say the things because I'm trying to keep this kid friendly, even though I've talked about unkid friendly things for the past 23 minutes. But I am trying to not say certain words because I care about what the kids are viewing and listening to these days. But suck them titties anyways. Um, There's no age where it's inappropriate to suck some titties. Well, as long as the recipient is of legal age, of your age that you're legally in. Remember to check your birth birth certificate. Some of them lie. you don't wanna find out the hard way that you were two years older than you should have been. Um <laughs> Oh Jesus. That's what we're gonna to have to start doing, you know. You know, before back in the day, you just are not even back in the day, but like if you like had some questions that's someone line about there, you'd be like, Hey, can I just see can I just see your ID to make sure I didn't show up on a date with a you know, a twenty year old girl or something? And then, like, people get thin when you ask for that. Like, you just be like, hey, you know, I, I just met you on a random site to go on a date or whatever it was. And then people get thin like, oh, how dare you? It's like, I like you should be asking me for my ID. It's like, I, I feel like, honestly, like, I'm going to need your ID. I'm going to need your birth certificate. I'm going to need your alcohol permit. I'm going to need everything. All right? Any, I'm going to need you bring like, I'm going to be worse than, like, TSA. I'm going to be worse than... Uh, freaking the DMV. I'm gonna be worse than any fucking. I guess when you get a passport, you have to confirm. Like, bring your passport too. I need to prove that you are you. You can actually, you know. Uh, if we need to flee, <laughs> I need to know that we can flee. Um, I don't want to find out the hard way. Like, oh, actually, I can't leave the country. I'm actually on house arrest. It's like, well, I guess uh, enjoy your prison stay. Um, <laughs> because. I'm gone, bitch. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm going to Ukraine. You know where the happy times are. But um, I swear if you're going to listen to this and think like I own a brothel or something. um, (laughs) I don't even put broth in my soup. what it was oh here it is uh, so i want to create a shirt <clears throat> so you know how like they have brand logos and shit so little debbie you know they have apparently a little debbie shop which if you spend 40 bucks on a hostess little debbie shirt i honestly might smack the shit out of you um no not really at least i don't think so Even most Never mind, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> but any jizz. So I thought, have a little Debbie shirt, or a hostess shirt. And then have a caption under with some words in it, be like, I'm your favorite snack, except I'm not full of empty calories. <laughs> uh, that's a knee slapper. I was hoping for a big laugh out of atmosphere but i did not get it (laughs) i think they were just processing it um kind of like the food you're eating um (laughs) it's all one big process oh well speaking of process um have you ever put your ear to a pregnant woman's belly Well, we all have because we've all been inside. And when you're inside a woman's belly, typically you're about 90 degrees to the left. And typically your left ear is most likely to be near the belly button or near the front of the mom's stomach. Fun fact. Where did I learn that from? My intuition. Um, (laughs) Actually... I'm not, I'm actually not shitting on spiritual because I actually watched a video where this lady or this girl, she has a podcast or something, and this channel I watched, they covered a brief portion of it where she was doing her little. She, was, I guess they were having like one of those intense spiritual one on ones with someone, like two spiritual women. One woman looked like a grandmother from The Witcher on a horse. Like, literally, whatever you think a spiritual woman in her sexy would look like, she looked like that. And then the other woman was the podcast that she hosted or whatever. And she was like, wow. Like, they were having one of those, like, readings with each other, whatever you call it. And they're like, it was really uncomfortable to watch. because, was like, God, I just feel your energy it's so grand, like, she literally said, you have a grandmotherly energy, and he's like, yeah, because she looks like a grandmother, Um, (laughs) and then there was another clip they showed from the same podcast, was a different girl, she's like, you know, actually, because she was talking about how twerking, no joke, she said twerking is spiritual, because, so then she started talking about some nonsense, like, ancestors and all that stuff, Your energy actually flows through your hips. And your hips is where your happiness cortex to relieve all your trauma. She said twerking relieved her trauma. Well, it relieves mine too. Um, (laughs) Imagine if we said, hey girl, you're twerking. You know, it just relieves my childhood ancestral trauma. (laughs) Like it relieves all of it. I forget about all of it. It just lets it go. It's better than a baptism. um, Because that booty is baptizing. <laughs> See? You know what? If I just went to church and it was just booty twerking, I would go to church. Hey, you know, I'll make time for it. Yeah. It's like, but you only slept two hours. It's like, yep. And I feel wide awake. Um, <laughs> as Drake would say, I got that googly-eyed. Regardless of what their husbands do to provide. Ugh. I shouldn't have said that in my context because that makes me sound like I'm googly-eyed and that I have a husband because he was talking about when he pulls up in his fleet of suburbans and then he's talking about the woman's at his son's daycare or school. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. But yeah, apparently uh, twerking is spiritual. Because all of the energy is cleansed through your hips, and when you're twerking, because shaking, it shakes all of your stress and all of your built-in, and it's like, really? Okay. Because I've seen girls twerk, and then two minutes later, start, like, throwing haymakers at someone. So apparently, it didn't relieve a whole lot of stress. I've seen a lot of these videos, all right? It seems like twerking actually can lead to a lot of violence. So apparently it didn't relieve him to, you know, find some middle ground. But uh if you put your finger in the middle, what can Brown do for you? <laughs> and that's a package that we'll deliver. Maybe not on time. But it'll be there when you call. Alright. I think I'm gonna stop it there before uh you know I get the prostitutes talk sending me a message of how I disgraced their profession, and I'm like, hey. I'm trying to keep you in business Um, because I'm a man who's all for small business, even though it's probably the biggest business internationally in the world. But you know what? You guys don't have to pay taxes. So you know what? I feel so bad for you. Well, I mean, you have to pay the tax that's done in your body and your pwn pung. But other than that, it's tax free, baby. But yeah, that was episode 215. (laughs) I'm such a fool. Of the Often Be podcast with Clint Nelson, I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Just keep sex to yourself. Just, just go solo. Don't have, don't have the problems of all that. Forget everything I said this episode. You know what? Reserve your sexual energy. Don't. Don't pay for prostitutes. Don't watch porn. Just pretend. Just train yourself that sex is more problematic to your health than it's worth. Yeah. But shout out to the prostitutes. I'm here for you. I'm actually for, you know, woman empowerment. Just keep twerking, and your spiritual being will be A1. A. Now that's one for the books. All right. I think I've had enough. All right. Adios, amigas.